More morning, anytime. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Now, Presley, you are uh, an amateur econo- ec- economist. That's the word I'm looking for. You like to make sure the economy's humming. You're always checking the uh, insider information, going to Wall Street. Oh, doing totally. A, doing a little trading. I am the wolf. Oh, I am the wolf. Okay, you're like a Borat of, of Wall Street. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I am the wolf. Now, you probably go to other experts and you're like, wow, let's see how the economy's doing. You listen to the news and they're talking about inflation and Stuff costs GDP. More. Stuff costs more. That's all I know. Interest rates, all that kind of thing. Well, put that all away. Now, let's go a different place to check how the economy's doing, okay? Okay. There's something called the stripper index. Have you heard of this? No. You take a guess what the stripper index would be. <sighs> if I had to guess, would it be the amount of clientele that strip clubs are getting? You're pretty warm. Not okay. bad. You could always tell, and they say, they say this, they. Who are they? The people. Okay, the people. The people say, well, if a stripper is making less money, that's a good indicator that the economy isn't doing as well as it should. I mean, it makes sense. That's with any job, though. No, but like you think about it. You can go, it's usually an an indicator before it gets worse. So they say three months before, if you go to Vegas and you talk to a a performer, Uh if she's making less in tips, that's usually a sign to sell, sell, sell. All right? Okay. I have a couple other ones, too. Okay. Do you know that uh, they also can take the average cost of the Big Mac around the world, and if it's dipping, that's usually a sign of how bad the economy is doing. The men's underwear index, if you go to your local, I don't know, underwear store, go to the bay, you go to the men's underwear section, there's lots of stuff on the shelf, which usually means the men aren't buying underwear, and that means the economy isn't doing well. Also, the tie-width indicator, because you know this is a thing. That uh, tough moments, they men purchase more neckties. So if you see more people wearing ties, it means they're trying to get jobs or things aren't as good. If things are more cash, they take off their tie. Ah, uh, yes. Wear a tie with dirty underwear. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, first dates. If you have a spike in first dates, that means the economy is doing great. Because more people have disposable income. They're going to meet people. Hey, hey, hey. There's the alligator population index. <laughs> the you know, alligator? Well, think about it. What do rich people wear on their feet? Alligator shoes. shoes. No, they don't. Yes. In 2009, just after, uh, I guess, the economic crisis of 2008, alligator farms in Louisiana faced massive losses as the alligators they were producing for skins had no demand in the market. I don't even know what to say about this. You don't need experts. You just go to your local alligator farm. That'll tell you how the economy's doing. That's what you need to know. Go ask an exotic performer how they're making out. <laughs> how you doing there? No, no, no. I don't want to dance. I don't know. No. How How is your tip money doing? Yeah. I want to know your economy. No lappers for me. <laughs> Just tell me, how, how's the loony sit? <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> We're talking about uh, weird indicators of the economy because of the stripper index. They're not getting as many tips. Three months from now, the economy's going on a downturn. There's a couple more for you, all right? The buttered popcorn index. Usually if you go to a movie, you got to pay extra for buttered popcorn. If you stand there in line, and you notice people aren't getting buttered popcorn, things could be paid. You have to pay extra for butter? The real stuff. 
they have the pump stuff that isn't real that you can have for free, the buttered flavor. Oh. Also, the unclaimed corpse indicator. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's based on the idea that uh, funerals are expensive, so fewer families identify their deceased and leave more corpses for the government to handle. How do they not claim their deceased family members when... Well, I mean, it's expensive. <sighs> funerals are expensive, man. Oh, I know. I know they are. But like... So go ask somebody in the funeral business how many corpses you got in your freezer, and then you'll see how the economy's doing, okay? But, like, if Grandma died... You gotta go get her, yeah, yeah. obviously. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Elks Red Blacks this weekend. Elks, you think they can make it two in a row? Break that home losing streak? I think they might do it. We got a four-pack of tickets to win right now with Quick Draw. On the line, we have Brenda and Corlin. How we doing, people? Great. Okay, you know how the game works. I'm going to say a word. You blurt out an answer. First of three correct answers takes it home. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. Name a type of bird that starts with the letter P. Penguin. That was dead heat. I heard peacock and I penguin. Heard prairie something. It was peacock and penguin, Presley. Oh. We move on to another question. <laughs> Name a TV show that starts with the letter M. Mother. Mother what? Modern Family. Is Mother a TV show? I will Google. How about Mom? Mm-mm. Mm. Mom is a show. We got to give it to her. I think, like, she flew into this one blind a little bit, Coraline, but she got it. That's fair. Okay. Brenda's up one. We move forward. That's two. A celebrity's name that starts with the letter J. Jennifer Lopez. C. Also in The Mother, as I just saw. <laughs> it's true. 1-1. One, one. Something found in a library that starts with the letter C. Chair. Ooh, Corlin. Corlin's getting hot, Brenda. Okay. Something you paint that starts with the letter T. Tree. You can paint trees. A happy little tree. A happy little tree. Well, the Bob Ross of this game, Corlin, took it down. Three to one. You're going off to see the Elks this weekend, Corlin. Congrats. Awesome. Thank you. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> hey, Presley. What? It's Wednesday. <gasps> really? Let's do this. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Weird about Wednesday. So, uh, talking with a friend. Over the weekend, and he uh, dropped us a little something on me that I thought would be perfect for weird or what. It's a new world, Presley. The way people it's communicate. It's a whole new world. We're not talking magic oh. carpet rides. We're talking about how we communicate, whether it's on the phone, through social media, through text message, WhatsApp, green bubbles, white bubbles, whatever. Uh huh. We communicate differently, and the art of the phone call has kind of disappeared. So this person says he hates phone calls. Hates them. See somebody call, hangs up, denies the call, sends a text. What would you want? In person, not too bad. That's fine. Just the awkwardness of the phone call these days. Not a fan. Really? Is it weird or what to hate phone calls? Personally, I like phone calls. Oh, look at you. Gen Xer? Z or whatever you are? I don't know what I am. You're Gen Zer who likes a phone call. I prefer... That's Schwaggy or whatever it's called. Schwaggy. Chuggy? That's it. 
<laughs> Anyways, I prefer either like a good phone call or like an actual text message. My generation is about like Snapchatting. DMing. Yeah. That sort of thing. I don't like using Snapchat as a form of communication. I don't like DMing. None of that. And as a reminder, if you didn't know, Preston grew up in a very small town. Yes. So you have those old school roots a little bit in you. I still remember my very first landline number. What was it? 780-939-4518. 4518? That was uh, when I lived in Mortonville. Oh, Mortonville. Big city you live in. Yeah, I lived there in for kindergarten, and then we moved out to Jervie. Okay. Personally, I don't mind a phone call. It depends on the person I'm talking to. There's phone calls that I very much look forward to. Well, me too. People I haven't seen in a while, I'm like, oh, this should be a good call. Mm-hmm. There's some t- some numbers that pop on my phone. I'm like, oh, no. This call's gonna <laughs> suck. I love the scam calls. I like the scam texts, personally. I, I don't get scam texts. I get scam calls, and I love messing with them. Sure. Waste their time before they waste somebody else's. Exactly. You gotta answer with the, uh, the crematorium line. What's your crematorium line? Oh, God, I can't... It's something like, um... You kill him, we grill him? No, that's a roadkill. That's a roadkill grill. Okay. No, the crematorium line's, like, something about, like, you kill him, we burn him, or no. That okay. It's got a rhyme. Yeah, I can't remember, but it's funny. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. Weird or what? Do you hate phone calls? Are you a text per... City Morgue, you kill him, we fill him. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. What do you figure? You hate phone calls? Is it weird to hate phone calls? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> it is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Chris on vacation. My name's Matt. Presley's over there, and for Jack, weird or what? I hate phone calls. It was a buddy of mine. Hates them. You can't call them. It, it's impossible. He just hangs up and texts. Cody mm. figure. Is it weird? 780-421-1039. Got this text from uh, Taylor. I'd much rather call than text. Taylor, while you're texting us, call us. I can't stand texting, emailing to figure things out or making plans. Things can get confusing or miscommunicated. I'd much rather give a phone call or receive one. Plus, it feels a bit more personalized when someone you haven't talked to in a while calls. I agree. Mm, yeah. But, like, I can make plans over text, though, right? You have a group chat, no problem. You don't need to... It's, I like a good phone call to start the plan making, and then I'll text so I have the details written down somewhere. Okay. Fair enough. This text. Most of my work communication is texting. I prefer phone calls, but however, texting is easier for me to make a note on because it's right there in front of me. The thing about texting is there's not the same urgency a phone call demands in your attention. Mm-hmm. Right? When That's I'm... what I don't like. If I'm distracted, somebody calls me, they're like, oh... See, I don't know. I just, I like the personalization of it too much, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, Nancy, what do you figure? I'd, I'd rather a phone call than a text because a text, just like an email, can be misinterpreted. You cannot tell the tone. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would much rather talk to a person. Sometimes you can get into a text change where things are getting a little heated, but you don't understand right. that it, it's not heated at all because the person's calm, but like language is everything. Unless they start using all caps, then you really got to worry. Yeah, then they're yelling at you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> well, I was coming into work today, and I heard a bit of a story on our sister station, Global News Radio 880. Ooh. I couldn't kind of couldn't believe it. Leduc, RCMP have issued a warning after a cougar was spotted numerous times around the city early Tuesday morning. I guess around 3.25 p.m., the RCMP received a report of a sighting of a large cat believed to be a cougar in a wooded area 
behind a skate park in Leduc? There's cougars around Edmonton? Well, yeah. And now before you text in the joke that, oh, it's pretty late for an old lady like that. I was literally <laughs> about to say that. <laughs> no, it's not that, okay? Don't make any coog jokes. But they're funny. There's plenty of those cougars around, I tell you. You in a big valley? Oh, man. Cougs everywhere. I saw too much. <laughs> yeah. Presley was all about it now. But legit, there's been a cougar sighting. Now, obviously, take it seriously, especially if you're near Leduc. Mm-hmm. Traveling groups in wooded areas. If you see a cougar in the distance, do not run or turn to your back. If it's unaware of your presence, gather children and pets in close and cautiously back away and leave the area. Tissing or starling intently, tracking movements, do not run or play dead. Make yourself big and speak loudly. That's what I do when I face actual cougs. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's your name? Somebody just texted and said, I thought my mom had a curfew. <laughs> we knew it was happening. It was only a matter of time, all right? When you talk big cats, you're going to get the cougar joke. But like, I used to live in an area of BC where cougars were prevalent. Yeah. And then the wildlife were always sniping them out of trees. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, legit, they're scary, man. The, the thing is, you don't see them until it's time you don't want to see them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, Vern? Yeah, it's not good. So that sparks uh, our little interest here in uh, wildlife run-ins. You any, have, uh, ever had a wildlife run-in there, Presley? Oh, plenty. Really? I was camping in Jasper and had a bear walk right into my campsite. What? Oh, yeah. What kind of bear are we talking? I think it was a little like brown bear. It was just like kind of a cub. Maybe just separated from his mom. Really? But That's just, not good. If you want cubs, are bad. He just walked right through. I was sitting in the chair. He just walked right through. Really? Yeah. My mom almost hand-fed a moose. All right. Uh, we've bottle-fed a squirrel before. <laughs> you are from Jarvie, a very small town. Yes. Oh, I used to watch baby foxes under one of the local Jarvie people's steps. There's foxes? Yeah, I have pictures on my phone still. What? Um... My dad used to work at Cougar Creek, which is known for the cougars on the course. Okay. So we've seen a couple there before. I've seen cougars on the course, too. Yep. You know what um, I mean? Oh, Matt. <laughs> uh, Follow been, my own rule. Don't talk about cougars. Been chased by plenty of geese. Oh. Yeah. The cobra chicken. I've had plenty of run-ins of animals. Man, living <laughs> in the country is a lot different from living in the suburbs <laughs> like me. The only one core memory running with animals happened with my mom. We had stopped somewhere for lunch, I think, and there was a little boardwalk in this park. We go on this boardwalk, and she hears a rustling in the woods mm-hmm. and straight up freaks out. Really? Yeah. Like, it was probably a moose, <laughs> but I remember her. You know when you see those, like, feats of strength mm-hmm. on YouTube, like, mom lose car off child? Yep. She grabbed my me and my sister <laughs> one like potato sacks under each old arm and howled her way out of the woods. Just ah! didn't see the moose, just screamed. And she would have made Usain Bolt look slow. She was hauling. It was a moose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've come face to face with a bear before. You said in the campsite. Oh, this is a different bear. A different was, bear. Yeah, I was on a hike. You're supposed to make noise on the hike. Did you bring your bear spray? I had bear bells and bear spray, and I just kind of was walking, and then, oh, hello, little guy. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Cougar sighting in Leduc, over by the skate park in the wooded area. So if you're near Leduc, travel in packs. All right? Don't take it upon yourself to hunt the cougar either. RCMP are on it. 
I don't want to see anybody walking around with a rifle, all right? 780-421-1039. We're talking about wildlife run-ins thanks to that cougar. Uh, this text, my dad and I were camping, and I woke up with his hand over my mouth. Yeah, that's terrifying. A bear decided to literally sit on our tent on his lap. <gasps> we had to lay in silence until it decided to leave. That's like some quiet place stuff right there. <laughs> Shh, don't make a noise. Stop eating Fritos in the tent. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I would be terrified or if I would laugh. My um, in-laws went camping, and there was a bear that went into their new screen tent. They had to patch it. Mm-hmm. But the hunt for the bear was on. They were so excited <laughs> to be a part of it, like getting the bear out of the provincial park. Uh, one more here. Last weekend, we walked out of the trailer, and I had to pee at about 5 a.m., swung the door open, and slammed it shut. The door of the trailer almost smacked a black bear right in the face. <laughs> it ran off or probably scared as much as it scared me. But eye contact with one two feet away was a wake-up call for sure. Yeah, that'll change. You pee your pants right there. At least you can say you scared off a bear. Yeah, fair enough. Rachel. Okay, so um, back in May and June, I spent six weeks out in Bamfield on Vancouver Island. It's just south of Tofino. It's a little like, it's a science town, essentially. Um, I was doing a course on seaweeds, and because it's a little nowhere town, there was wildlife everywhere. So in the first, like... I think it was the first week. I was walking back to the dorm, and I look up, and there's a like a bear, a black bear, like 30 feet in front of me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, okay, I'm gonna pull out my bear whistle to like try to get it away. It locks eyes with me and runs away into the forest. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay, Phew. like I don't have to use my bear whistle. Yeah, and no then kidding. Two of my. Um, classmates in the other class was like so we just ran into a bear and that was like oh my god this bear that i just scared away by locking eyes with ran into two of my classmates like it was it was wild i'm there for the seaweed not the bears yeah and what's even that i think this is even cooler um some of my friends were coming back uh from an island for a research project they were doing and they had to stop their boat because there was a pod of orcas swimming around them trying to figure out what they were doing and they got video and it was the coolest thing yeah that's way cooler than a cougar at the leduc skate park you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast <laughs> we're mere moments away from chicks tickets row three counting down all week on the floor. How awesome would that be? When are they coming to town, Presley? September 8th. Yeah, September 8th. With Marin Morris at Rogers Place. Yeah. be a banger of a show. 780-421-1039 is the phone number you're going to need. Caller number 10. We're going to do the Presley call here in a little bit. The bird call in honor of the chicks. But we have to get to a couple more of these wildlife run-ins. There's a cougar spotted in Leduc. Let's hope the cougar is relocated safely and everybody goes on their merry way. But uh, sometimes it's not that case. 780-421-1039, text line. This summer, about 2 a.m., I came around the front of our trailer, and there was animals sitting in front of it. We both stopped for a sec, and then it screws on the trailer and into the bush. Granted, I'm a few dozen beard deep at this point, and I think it's a big rat or a platypus. Platypus. What? You think a platypus? Harry the platypus? I convinced myself that must have been a platypus. I think you definitely were a few dozen beer in. I uh, wasn't until the next afternoon walking my dog on the trail. I see all the down trees and I realized it was a beaver. Yeah, no, 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 there no. we go. It's an Alberta platypus. Uh, my husband literally rode his bike into a black bear in Stewart, BC on his way home from school. He was about 13, right in a corner and smack. 
crashed into Yogi's cousin. They both ran off in separate directions, and he had to drive to his parents' van to go back and get the bike. All right. How about this for country living? This is Cheyenne's text. Well, I had to help get a buck out of my horse fans. Mm-hmm. I had to pull a muskrat out of my chicken fans. Yep. Had to pull a huge barn owl out of my duck coop. Yep. And while I was doing my morning choring, I went and turned the corner, and then five feet from a big old moose. I backed up without losing sight of it. I was safe. I ran away. There's probably a lot more. Cheyenne, she lives on a farm. That sounds about right, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you for your stories. The Chicks, row three, right now. Caller number 10. Name this bird. Give us a little bit of your Blue Jay. Okay, ah! you're Robin from yesterday. Oh, um. <laughs> that's that's different than yesterday. Uh-huh. Okay, today's bird. <laughs> Name that bird. Here we go, Presley. <clears throat> One more time. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Is that that's your real laugh? <laughs> 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 okay, one more time, one more time. Oh. All right, we'll leave it at that. 780-421-1039. The Chicks tickets roll three. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Chris away. My name is Matt. Press is over there in for Jack. We're giving away row three Chicks tickets. They're here. September 8th with Marin Morris at Rogers Place. We're counting down all week to row one, being Wednesday. This is row three. Looking for car number 10 to name that bird in honor of the chicks. Presley, do that bird call, please. Oh. Good morning, Kiss the Country. Your car number 10. Oh. Who's this? Whitney. Okay, Whitney, take a shot at this bird. Presley, give it to us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess a turkey. Hey, on the first go around. <laughs> Oh, so good, Presley. One more time. No. Just do it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I dated a girl who worked by a turkey farm once. And every time I drove by, I go, and then they'd all go, back. <laughs> True story. Well, guess what? You're off to see the chicks. Row three. Woo, thank you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> that ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Hey, good morning. My name's Matt. Presley's over there. Chris on vacation. He's back Friday. Tis the season, Presley. For. Look around you. You're going to see signs everywhere for this particular tasty treat. Is it what I think it is? What is it? Is it a pumpkin spice latte? No, oh. that's common. It's corn season. Oh, we're, the, we're actually talking about corn. Okay. The corn's coming from down south. Tabor corn, the best corn on earth. My wife is chasing the corn dragon all the time. She says she, when she gets Tabor corn, especially here in Edmonton, it's traveled too far. It's not fresh enough. I don't think I've had Tabor corn. You need to get it straight from the ear. Come on, you've had Tabor corn. I don't think so. It's the best corn. There's one on uh, 91st. You can go get corn there. Down by the River Valley, the Equine Center on White Mud, there's a... There's a You're speaking gibberish, Matt. It's the best, all right? Tabor corn. Best corn. But I heard saw something yesterday. Uh, this girl, when she was growing up, they'd have corn for dinner, right? Mm-hmm. We all have had corn for dinner. But yeah. when we talk corn for dinner, that's all they had. They, they just buy a ton of corn, shuck it, and they'd have like 12 ears of corn each. Just straight corn. 
Like off the cob? Yeah, of course. You get the corn, you shuck it, you eat it. Barbecue, microwave it. Nothing boil else. It. That's it. Just corn for dinner. No chicken, no nah. ribs. And then I guess she said when she married her husband, when she said, oh, let's have corn for dinner, he's like, with what? Because corn's a side. Yeah. Like, in my world, corn's a side. Yeah, it's a side. It's a great side, and it's delicious. It can be wonderful, but there's no way corn's a main, right? Unless you're doing, like, a corn casserole. No, there's other stuff in corn casserole. There's just, like, straight corn. Yeah, straight corn is... That's not a main. Yeah, I agree. Okay. If you go to a restaurant and you're like, I'll have the ear of corn, please. <laughs> no, not often. <laughs> There's not a lot of restaurants serving just shucks of corn. It's corn. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. So we asked this morning, weird or what? Just corn for dinner. This screams of girl dinner a little bit. Girl dinner. <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Straight corn for dinner. Is it weird? We're in the heart of corn season. Just got confirmation from my wife, who is from Lethbridge. And that's that's corn territory near Tabor. That in August, they just have ears of corn. Our buddy James called, said, yeah, their family just has corn. Corn for dinner, a couple cobs each. Good to go. Is it weird, though? 780-421-1039. I think my family would not eat corn as just a meal. But I feel like since I moved out, this honestly might be something I would do. Yeah. I've had, like, peas for dinner before. Like, just peas. <laughs> that's not enough. Oh, you go down to the farmer's market, you get the peas, you shell them, you eat them, and that's dinner. So why can't... I guess I can do the same for corn. <laughs> my One of my uh, things on my bucket list is to watch our very own Jack, who's on Matt Leaf, eat an ear of corn in person. Why? Because she refuses to eat. She hates eating. She doesn't like being messy in front of other people. She gets embarrassed. So it, on my bucket list is to watch her eat a, some uh, ear of corn. I don't eat it off the cob. Why not? I cut it. That's weird. No, it's messy. I'm, I agree with Jack. It's messy. It's That's the whole point is to get messy. It's fun. Maybe I don't want to get messy, Matt. All right. To the text line, what do people think? My brother and mom have just corn for dinner, says Karen. I think it's weird. Agreed. More Tabor locations for corn? St. Albert and St. Albert Center parking lot. If you want it. Uh, oh. Hmm. Andy says, I've had a can of peaches for dinner, so corn is in a far stretch. Yeah. yeah, I've had peaches and cream for dinner. That's not right. Also, somebody taking a shot at Alberta corn. They say, uh, Manitoba corn is the best. That's where our mom was from. My oldest brother and I did a road trip to Winnipeg. I'm back with my two kids and his kid. The last stop before leaving Manitoba was stopping at roadside to get some corn to bring home. Okay. And somebody said cooler corn? What's cooler corn? Um, How do you cook curl cooler corn? I want to know what this is because it sounds good. All right. Somebody let us know. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.